0: To the town of all people wrote a stranger one fine day. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The strangers there among them, and they iron on his fit. iron on his fit. Hello everyone, happy new year. We are here and ready to kick off the first official episode of Cowgirl Handbook. I just have to say I'm so excited to be here and recording right now. This has been something that I have had in my mind to do for a really long time, but truthfully, I've had to build up the mental capacity to be able to bring it to life. So let's just say it's a really good day that we're here. Um, I really can't wait to just share more of my life with you guys, let you in on all of my secrets. Um, This episode is just me. I thought that would be the best way to introduce myself and share some personal stories, but next week, I'm so stoked to have a guest on and talking about different life things. Speaking of life things, I wanted to tell all of you what I have been up to so far this year. And I am in the process of wedding planning, so on December 26th, my sweet boyfriend, Brock, (laughs) proposed, and we are so excited to get married. I have been having so much fun looking at bridal outfits and wedding decor and just all of the things. And I really am trying hard to not get carried away because Brock and I are both very simple people and we just want to keep our day as special and intimate as possible, but it's so easy to get carried away with all of the fun things, so I've been trying to control myself with the wedding planning. I actually met with my friend Liz a couple of weeks ago and we talked about wedding planning and she gave me some great tips on how to keep your day really special. She is a wedding photographer as well and specializes in more intimate wedding styles. So, one thing she said was just to eat breakfast together in the morning. A lot of couples think that it's untraditional to see your spouse on the wedding day before the ceremony, but like, what if your ceremony doesn't start until 4 or 5? I don't want to spend the whole day without them when it's supposed to be our day. You know what I'm saying? So she just said it's a great way to keep the intimacy and start your day off right Um, with a breakfast date, just us. And so I will actually have her on the podcast later on, and you'll be able to hear more ideas from her because she really did have tons of good insight. But I do think me and Brock will wake up and spend the morning together on our wedding day. We have always actually loved breakfast together anyway, so I think it'll be perfect. If there are any other 2024 brides listening in, I want to know what you're doing to make your day special between you and your partner. So, Aside from wedding planning, I have a super fun Valentine's party I'm hosting next week and I've been planning some fun trips that are coming within the next couple of months that I wanted to talk a little bit on and influencing as well. So a lot of you probably follow my Instagram where I post a lot of Western fashion and Western content in general. So as I travel this year, I have the opportunity to work with different brands and attend particular Western events surrounding that world. I get questions all of the time on how influencing works in general and how people make money on social media. So in a different episode, I will dive into that. But one trip in particular I have coming up is the American Rodeo in March, Brock and I will be headed to Texas to shoot with some different brands that weekend, and I do still have collab spots open for those of you that want to work together, so just shoot me a message on Instagram and we can coordinate. Aside from that, I wanted to share with y'all how I even got my start in the Western world. I really don't tell this story very often, but I grew up in Idaho, and ever since I was little, I had horses. And I absolutely loved to ride. I truly have always been a horse girl and Back then it wasn't cool, but I still embraced it When I was eight years old, I did my very first rodeo queening competition and from that point till about the time I was 18. I held over ten different rodeo titles including state rodeo queening titles so that was a large chunk of my childhood and It was spent horseback and speaking to people on different platforms, so I'm grateful that my parents gave me that opportunity to have so many cool experiences in rodeo at such a young age. I also did high school rodeo and horse 4-H, so like I said, always been a horse girl, but I do feel like this contrasted when I got into high school because I joined the cheer team, got a boyfriend, and had to try hard to fit in and keep up with the styles i honestly didn't feel comfortable wearing my cowboy boots and wranglers anymore so kind of sad but i feel like i really lost myself and my style for those four years i was going to high school But after I graduated, I began getting into Western fashion again, and that's when I started posting my outfits on Instagram. So you guys have been with me the whole time, and you've seen my whole evolution back to my Western style. And if you are new here and you haven't seen it, please don't scroll back on my Instagram. I wanted to answer a couple of questions that um, I had a couple of people reach out to me and ask. And honestly, most of them are about relationships and my experience with breaking up. So here we are. We're sharing it all today. (laughs) This episode has been difficult for me to record because I really do like my privacy, especially with something so personal. But I do think that I went through something for a reason and i'm supposed to use my voice to help people in the same situation so that is my reasoning behind sharing my story with you guys um this first question is just about splitting with an ex um when and what makes you decide to leave and what comes next after you do leave so this is a lot to unpack um people in this situation have different reasons or stories which have led them to the point of wanting to break up or divorce. So, I can't speak for everyone, but I'll give you guys some background on my my personal story. I dated someone for around 7 years before the relationship I'm in now. So, we started dating as teenagers and ended up being together through our younger 20s. And, you know, I think when you're young, You overlook a lot of red flags that, looking back, I totally would have recognized and discussed with that person a lot earlier than I did. So through the last three to four years of our relationship, I just felt like there was this constant chase and there was such a lack of effort on his end, which had such a negative impact on me. And I was so all in on this person that it just broke my heart more and more every time it happened, but truly was very disrespected, lied to, and lonely physically and emotionally in this relationship. He honestly had very little communication skills, and in turn, I was constantly anxious and questioning myself. I also think hobbies are a good thing. But when they're being chosen first time and time again, and your partner is being chosen second, that's when it becomes an issue. So all of these different aspects had just piled up on me and weighed so heavily on my chest, and truly, I didn't think I was ever going to leave. I had always been with him, and I constantly thought we were going to work it out, but towards the end of 2022... I just felt the urge to leave and I just kept hearing this voice in the back of my head telling me it was time to go and this really was when I was at my lowest. I was so anxious I could never eat or sleep very good. I remember even his mom asking me what I was doing to lose so much weight like it was glorified but behind the scenes I was handling so much heartbreak that I was a shell of the person that I used to be. So after months of back and forth, (laughs) back and forth, I finally decided enough was enough and I left. And from that point, there were a lot of emotions on both sides. This was the point where he really started to care about how I was feeling. Um, we ended up seeing a couples therapist and he started talking to me more about things that had bothered him. But honestly, at this point, I was already clocked out after so many years of seeing a completely different side of him that it was hard for me. And side note, I definitely do recommend seeing a couples therapist. And even though it didn't necessarily help us as a couple, I was able to benefit so much from the knowledge on how to communicate in a relationship and my boundaries, so I really would say it is a good place to start if you're struggling. And to anyone listening that can relate, I truly hate that you're going through this right now, but I promise life does get better. So once I decided to leave, I started focusing back on goals that i had had that i had never accomplished and things i wanted to do in the future and i would write everything down and just look at it every day and i really just started to gather myself and i organized my life a lot better than it was it also helped me that we basically went no contact after separating this was such a hard thing to do at first but looking back i am 100 percent so grateful that it happened because i was able to really focus on myself And like I said, I am super forgiving and naturally a caregiver. So if you are like me and your partner shows that they're hurting, you're probably going to need to help them or feel the need to fix the problem, which in most cases is just going to be a temporary band-aid and it's going to bring you back to square one. This did happen one time when I tried to leave and the second time it was actually pretty cut and dry. So I was grateful that I was given space and this was one thing you do need to be firm on with your partner if you are separating because it is such an emotional time for both people. So have respect for your partner and give them the space they need to heal. Also, unfollow them. I am usually not the type of person to jump to social media and it took me a minute to do this, but it just got to the point that it was hurting me and causing me so much anxiety to see what they were up to and basically just watch their life move on without me. So I really think it's good to just cut those ties. I even removed mutual friends that post about them all the time or you know, friends that might not necessarily have your back. I really remember being in this horrible debate with myself and trying to give all of my old friends the benefit of the doubt, but really it just came down to if I wasn't getting shown support or love from them while going through this tough time, that really did show me what I needed to see and at that point I chose the people that were choosing me. And you will be surprised at the people that walk out of your life and the people that choose to stay and support you. I really have gained so many great friends despite all of the friends that I've cut ties with. Even like certain members of my ex's family will still check in on me and show their love for my new relationship and want to see me happy. So this has seriously outweighed all of the bad and all of the drama because I truly have found my circle And I can feel myself slowly becoming more of a girl's girl than I ever was. I genuinely think I always chose to hang around guys because most of the girls that I had in my life were so mean to me. And I definitely didn't have good girlfriends. And, um, they didn't have my best interest in mind. So now that I have the support team that I do, I freaking love girls. <laughs> and I always say yes to girls and I. I even joined a bunko group that I will tell you guys about a little later. But honestly, I don't think I would have done this if I were in the relationship that I was in. One crazy concept I've thought about is that now I feel like I'm a complete completely different person and I'm completely filled with this energy that I did not have before and what I mean by that is I was so busy babysitting a relationship that was failing and it was taking all of my efforts just chasing this person And now I feel like I have so much more energy to give and my cup is so full in the relationship that I'm in that I don't have to spend that extra energy worrying and questioning things and I can put them towards being present and being able to have friends and opening my heart up to that. I cannot tell you how excited I am to do all of the girly things that revolve around a wedding. It's going to be so fun, but seriously, if you knew me, two or three years ago, you would know that I was not like this, so it's just wild to see how much I've changed in that way because I definitely did not see that coming. Also, I want to say don't hold yourself back from dating. Genuinely, this was the best thing that I could have done in such a hard time, and I'm sure there will be a lot of different opinions on this and mixed emotions, but in my experience, I got off the couch I finally did my makeup and wiped my eyes and I went out and had a really good time. And this was probably a little over a month after we had separated, but I remember how fun dating was and how much I had missed that feeling of being loved and wanted. And honestly, Brock came into the picture right when God knew I needed him and vice versa. We were both able to help each other through a lot, and we were able to help each other grow and heal, and honestly, after our first date, we've basically been inseparable since then, and the reason I didn't usually need to take time for myself was because he was able to be my friend and listen to me when I needed to talk about the past, and I was having a rough day. He could put his ego aside and invest his time into helping me heal. And honestly, if you're lucky enough to find somebody like this, you are going to have such a stronger relationship. So basically what I'm saying is don't be afraid to make the change to leave a relationship that you feel is holding you back because it might be one of the best things you've ever done. So Keep in mind, this happened about a year ago, and so it's taken me a long time to be able to open up about it, and it's super personal to me, and it's honestly been a long healing process, but I do have a lot of girls message me saying they're excited to hear this story, and um be able to talk about relationships openly so that gave me a lot of inspiration on wanting to open up and tell my experience but I think one thing that I've always tried to live by is that every person you come in contact with is going through something that means a lot to them and most people don't open up about it because in the moment it's really hard to talk about and share so just try to be kind to everybody and especially on social media be because you're not looking at that person's face, but just because you're not doesn't mean that you should say hurtful words. So, um, I think just be nice, be nice to people. I also had somebody ask me what I think the most important aspect of a relationship is, and I would just have to say being friends with each other. Um, honestly, if you don't, like to spend your extra time around the person that you're dating or you're married to, then what are you going to do when all of your kids move out of the house and it's just you two? You're probably not going to be very happy. (laughs) And one thing that me and Brock have implemented in our relationship is a weekly date night. I honestly think this has been so good for us and we're able to put the stress of work and life in general and just be fully Invested in each other for a night. Most of the time we'll actually leave our phones at home and just enjoy each other's company and shut out the rest of the world. And I feel like this has been really good. It's a really good reset for the rest of your week and for your relationship in general. It opens up the floor for real conversations about things that have maybe been bothering you or your partner and have been on your mind lately, especially if you have kids. It is a really good way to escape and just remember why you are with your partner. So I have loved our date nights and when Brock comes on the podcast, we'll talk about that a little bit more. We will talk a little bit about our favorite date nights that we have done or maybe a couple different ideas depending on the time of year or how much money you want to spend because honestly some of our favorite date nights that we have done have been very cheap or free so boys don't feel like you need to spend all of your money to impress the girl that you are dating and take her out on date night i think just doing something special and something that you can afford because I feel like most of the time girls just want to be seen and heard and they want to be cared for and just shown simple love. I'm honestly grateful for the hurdles that I have had to jump and the heartache I've had to experience to get to the point that I'm finally at and I hope that this episode dedicated to relationships was able to help some of you. I really would love to hear your feedback and I just want to say thank you guys for listening and we will be back next week. Bye! (laughs)